Welcome to West Franklin Talks. My name is Dave Cruz, the guy across the table from me. He's Matt Pearson, our campus and teaching pastor. What's happening, Dave Cruz? Oh, Matt, I'm looking outside this window at the squirrels frolicking about on a frolicking. cloudy, cloudy recording day. It is. We're, seems we're, to be the norm. It seems to be. We're both kind of over the clouds and the rain, so hopefully as the listener is partaking of West Franklin Talks. Uh, it's nice and sunny where they're at. I hope so. I hope so. I think I may move to Seattle to get a break from the rain. Really? <laughs> Seattle's a lovely, lovely city. I <laughs> really, never been. Oh, man. One of my favorite cities to ever be in. So did not have enough time there. Mm. So Okay. If I, uh, if I ever get called to move to the southwest... Northwest, Northwest, yeah, it's that up. direction. It's up, yeah. I'll be, I'll be, that'll be high on my list. Okay, so um, can I come visit and you take me to the original Starbucks? Sure, been there. So it's did you not get a cup of coffee there. I did. I heard you, it's small. It is very small, and there's a souvenir line and there's a coffee line. Gotcha. And you do not mix the two. Okay. So if you want both, you have you're to get in, in both lines. lines. But there were some, there were some good uh, buskers outside who uh, were doing some pretty interesting musical numbers. Okay. And, I've never heard that word buskers before. Oh yeah, it's a good good term. The market that the famous market. I'm uh-huh. blanking on the na- the name of it. Wow, fish, you, fish market. Yeah, that's it's there, but it's more than just the fish market. Gotcha. It's this giant outdoor market. Okay, that's the great. That's do, you, why. do you think people care that we're talking about Seattle? I mean, I brought it up. But you did. Yeah, and it's cloudy. Yeah, it and. Is. We didn't plan at all what we were going to talk about. So we got VBS coming we up. We do have VBS. It's coming up June twenty first to the. And it's going to be here in Franklin, not Seattle. They yeah. may have a VBS in Seattle, but we're not putting it on. They're, they're pretty. They're pretty uh, unchurched out yeah. there. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, twenty first through the twenty fifth of June from six to eight p.m. every night. Uh, we're doing VBS, and so if your child would love to be a part of this, or even if they just kind of want to be a part of this, or maybe you just want them to be a part of this, uh, go to westfranklinchurch.com. Go to the calendar page. There'll be a VBS link, and you can register your child. We are still looking for a few more volunteers. Um, so if you're interested, we could use your help. And it's going to be a good—it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. I, I, we're going to be the first to admit that. It's going to look a little different, one, because it's other time, but two, it's outdoors. And so we've got a meeting this Sunday. If you're one of our volunteers, don't forget, on the 16th at 4 p.m., we have a volunteer meeting to kind of talk through all the fun details. So y'all come on could be good speaking of good matt yo we are taking kelly davenport out to celebrate her time on staff this week yeah we are so uh i believe two weeks ago we interviewed her if you haven't listened to that you'll get a little more details but she's with us through the 23rd but this sunday because you're out on the 23rd mm-hmm. this sunday we're kind of doing our um uh, I don't. I don't even know what the right word is. Appreciation moment. Bye, Kelly. Uh, bye, Kelly. Blessing moments. The send. I don't mean we could call it whatever. But yeah. if, so if you want to be a part of that, that's this Sunday, both services. But yeah, it's good. So VBS and the Kelly send off. All that's happening in the life of our church. And uh, one day soon, we'll give you a good update about the uh, preschool children's search. But right now, we don't have a whole lot extra to share. Did you just say one day soon? I know. I just said one day. 
You said soon. Oh, did I say you soon? You said soon. Well, that was a that was very un-Dave Cruz esque. That was that was a slip of the tongue. Yeah. One day we'll give <laughs> we'll give an update. So, all right, Matt. So you preached yesterday, Ruth chapter two. Ruth two. Um. So the first question I have for you. Yeah. Uh, how's your breathing? Because you were gasping a lot through the sermon. I was. You <gasps> were. I thought for a few minutes I was like he is going to hyperventilate if he no, keeps I'm, doing I'm that. Good. I, I enjoy that noise. Yeah. Well, that's weird, but okay. Um. <laughs> because it means I'm delightfully surprised. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Or you stubbed your toe and you're not cursing. Well, that's so, that's a different kind of. That, that's yeah. yes, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so uh, let's go to our every Tuesday morning question. Uh, what was the one thing that you hoped the listener heard and walked away with? Well, I wanted the listener to walk away with hope. Okay. Um. Because between chapters one and chapter two, there wasn't a whole lot. And we live most of our lives in a new normal. We're always having a new normal, and the new normal becomes normal. And we're wondering if God ever pays attention. Mm. And so the one thing I wanted our people to come away with is get out of bed and anticipate that God's at work. Assume, trust, God's at work. So when I first heard you say that, Mm -hmm. I wanted to punch you in the throat. Just want you to know that. Yeah. Having been in one of those people before where, man, it's hard to get out of bed, mm-hmm. that that really is the last thing they want to hear, mm-hmm. but it's one of the things they need to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's hard. I, the get out of bed part and the make the coffee part, definitely. The anticipate God part, I think that's the hard one. Yeah. Well, Dave, here's the thing. Ruth chapter two is a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole book the is, whole book of course. Is, yes. I mean, it's a happily ever after kind of story. And Ruth got up, told Naomi, I'm going to go get some grain, and somebody's going to have favor. Mm -hmm. And she does. It happens. Right. Boaz amazes her with blessing. Right. She's shocked, and then Naomi's shocked. But I also know it, it doesn't work that way every day. And so I had to play with this tension as I was preaching. Okay, here's what happens to Ruth. Right. There's no guarantee it happens to everybody this way. Bingo. And so that's why I hope I worded in such a way as to say, one, this this took a while. Yes. This, this wasn't just the next day. And Ruth's counsel to us, I think, would be, look, especially now looking back on it, is get out of bed, go make breakfast, and anticipate being amazed. It may take a day. It may take a week. It may take years. Yeah, well, and I think that's the big thing. It, it's so easy sometimes to read Scripture and forget mm-hmm. that, man, this is just a, a condensed telling yep. of what probably was a long process. Yep. I think that's what I I wasn't struggling with, but uh-huh. I was like, man, I hope people understand. This is not just a little magic formula, uh-huh. and you follow this, and within a week, things right. are going to be better. Right. Um, because when you're well, dealing with depression or you know anxiety or, or any mm-hmm. of those things that are debilitating mm-hmm. mentally— Man, it's hard. It is. And getting out of bed might just be the victory. Yeah. And we got to celebrate that. Because yeah. I know we had moments like that in our life where it was like, oh, we just got a, a shower. Yeah. That was a victory for us. Yeah. So, you know, pot of coffee, that was always a need because we were addicted to caffeine. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> so. Well, and Dave, I said it then, at least I think I did. I, I haven't gone back to listen and watch. But. I posed the question, aren't you setting us up for disappointment? You did pose that question, yes. Aren't, aren't you setting us up for failure? Mm-hmm. 
And I hope, it's so hard, but I hope I communicated that in Christ, he is always working, chasing us with goodness and mercy. Yes. It doesn't mean everything's going to turn out, go your way. And I think that's the hard part for humans. Yeah. We, we, I mean, we're just inundated with the Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. And as long as we're looking at it from earthly terms, yeah, there yeah. may be disappointment. Mm-hmm. And it may not end the way we want. But when we start looking at it more from a uh, heavenly perspective, an eternal perspective, oh, mm-hmm. well, wait a minute. When we die, when mm-hmm. things end, we are going to be restored. We, mm-hmm. There will be no more pain, no more suffering. We have hope right. in those moments. Um, it just may be hard to see right in that moment. Mm-hmm. Last week, we focused on, on Naomi and just her bitterness. But mm-hmm. uh, we said Ruth is that, that person who's coming alongside her. And sometimes that's what we need when we're, when we're the Naomi. Mm-hmm. You know? Just need somebody there. We need someone there. And we talked about that last week a little bit. But mm-hmm. this week, as we looked at, at Ruth, you, you said something early on that I hope our listener caught that she had to go into her, I'm assuming her husband's old boyhood boyhood room and mm-hmm. learn things. I mean, she was in the midst of it too. Yeah. I just have to sit there and wonder, I wonder, she didn't know God quite the way a, a Hebrew would. And maybe I'm just going off. I don't really know what I'm trying to say. It just, I'm amazed at her ability yeah. to get out of bed. And maybe it's because there was someone who was less capable and yeah. she just realized, I have to be she that had to person. to take ownership, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. And maybe it was because she had made the choice. No, I chose to come here. I chose to come with, with Naomi, mm-hmm. who is bitter and upset. I knew what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. And yes, I may mourn my husband, but dadgummit, I got to get going. Yeah. Yeah. So. And we don't know. know if it took years. Yeah. We don't know if it took days. That's that's the challenge of yeah. the scripture. Yeah. It doesn't always and, give you the And preaching line. it for Sundays which I love, by the way, mm-hmm. but the the reason it's in the Bible and part of Israel's history is the very last part of chapter 4. Which uh, you're not preaching. Uh-uh. uh-uh you're preaching. That's okay. You're preaching it in two weeks. Yeah. And so it's it's got a depth to it. There's a reason it's there. Yes. And so a lot of what we're doing between now and then is speculating and hopefully drawing out some realities and truths that help us have greater faith in God. Well, we're heading into chapter 3, and I know we're not t- talking about chapter 3 yet, mm-hmm. but I, I've started reading the the material that Brentwood mm-hmm. provides mm-hmm. Uh, as for because I'm on call this week. Mm-hmm. There's depth. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. The depth in chapter 3, if you're not paying attention, you just gloss right over it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just sitting in it right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, where? There's so much to mine out of this book, and if if you don't pay attention, it's only four chapters. It's mm-hmm. real easy just to gloss over this mm-hmm. book. If you don't pay attention, my goodness, you miss a whole whole lot. All right, Matt. So get up, make coffee, anticipate God. My counselor would say you miss something. Okay. Go exercise. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> and thanks, go, Dave. Go serve somewhere. Yep. Okay. Thank you. That's all I got. Okay. Okay. Is that all you got? Well, you just you just said that sometimes just getting out of bed is a victory. Yeah. So how do you how do you counsel that? Uh, you said you wanted to throat punch me in what I well, said. Well, I did. I did. Um, because I hadn't heard the whole sermon when you said it. Gotcha. Yeah. As, as I heard more of the sermon, I'm like, okay, now I see where he's going. But in, when you first said it, I was like, oh, that joker. So <laughs> I may have walked out if I had been in there. So, so um, you know, you know, how do you get to that point where you get out of bed? Mm-hmm. 
I think sometimes you just have to say, I, I'm going to still be whatever, miserable, but I'm at least going to do something that's forward. Mm-hmm. You know, it's those little baby steps. I know when we were going through things, man, just getting out of bed, like I said, it was a victory. Did we recognize it at that moment? No. Right. We just we just realized, man, if I don't get to the shower, mm-hmm. I, I stink bad. Mm-hmm. I need to take <laughs> care of that. So... You yeah, know. but um, but that, that's where having people around you, and we did have people checking in, and and Naomi had people checking in, or on her. I mean, that was Ruth and mm-hmm. maybe the casserole ladies. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that part made me laugh a little bit. Um, but even then, you think about it when when Ruth went to the fields. I mean, her story was known. Mm-hmm. It yeah. wasn't like it was just this little circle didn't go beyond anywhere. The community was aware. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. When your community is aware, all of a sudden Boaz knew her realities. And like you said multiple times, he didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. But because he knew her realities, he knew her plight, and because he was a follower of God, his response was, I'm going to care for you. Yep. So, And on that note, I want to spend a moment and let's talk about Boaz. Okay, let's do it. Um, I, I, and it, it's probably not online, on on the online part of the sermon. But after the closing songs, I got back up and I, I gave a challenge to our men and I tied it into Vacation Bible School. But mm-hmm. um, I I don't see many Boazes today. And I don't mean in our country. I don't mean in Tennessee. I mean in church. Mm. Um, I don't see men who are deliberately and intentionally above reproach because they have an overwhelming love and respect and honor of God. Mm. I don't see a whole lot of men respecting women. I don't see a whole lot of men um, who have employees that know that the employees know that their employer loves God and loves them. And all that's in chapter two. You can, you can see it everywhere. Yep. And I long for, I want to call our men, I want to pray for, um, especially those who are listening to this, to, I don't want to say be a Boaz, but I I want to say, check your worship of, devotion to, commitment to the Lord. And as, as, as Boaz was in the time of the judges where everyone was doing what was right in their own eyes, ask yourself, how, how guilty are you of doing what is right in your own eyes as opposed to doing what is right in God's eyes? Sure. Um, whether, we, whether we get the best children's ministry or not, whether we have the best next-gen ministry or not ever, it will not matter if there aren't men who are walking with and loving God. And modeling that for their families. Exactly. It just won't matter. Right. Um, because the back to your point about the families, the, your kids at most are here three three hours a week. If they're here two hours on Sunday morning and one hour Wednesday evening, that's, that's at most. Mm-hmm. And they're around mom and dad and other, other men throughout the week infinitely more. Right. And so I'm just, maybe it's just something I'm wrestling with. Maybe it's just something I'm challenged with and want to, want to challenge our men with, but I encourage you guys, especially, especially the guys that are listening to this, read the book of Ruth. Uh, If you don't have time to read the whole book, which you do, but if you don't have time read in particular chapter, well, just read the whole thing. 
and and pay attention to the way Boaz treats Ruth, mm-hmm. the way Boaz treats his employees, the way Boaz knows the ways of God, and pray that for yourself. If you're a, if you're a female listening to this, maybe you pray that for the man you know, or the 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 man you're married to, or a a a man you don't know yet. Pray it for them. Um, I think I think it's super important, and it would be it would be a shame if myself or uh, or others we don't we don't recognize that fact in the Book of Ruth, especially during this age. Yep, I agree. Being yeah. a man can be a challenge. Let's just being a human can be a challenge. Yeah, sure, but you know if God has given man the spiritual leadership of the household, well, that, that's a big big responsibility. Huge, and uh, I agree with you. A lot of us have abdicated to go be the financial leader mm-hmm. of the household. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're called to be. Yeah. So. Mm. Wow. So, well, Dave, I think I may preach barefoot this week, and if you read chapter three, you might not. I'm I'm chuck- okay with that. Somebody might get a chuckle out of yeah, that. If you, preach, I'm not going to preach barefoot because I, I hate my feet. I was about to say you you've made comments before, so that would be quite the interesting thing. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll put a blanket over my feet, and somebody can come uncover them. I mean, hopefully it just be Katie, but okay, there you go. So let's uh, let's move on from the awkwardness. If you have this no idea gone. what we're talking about, read Ruth chapter 3. Yes, yes. And then pray for me as I talk about it Sunday. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, Matt, I think we have come to the end of another episode of West Franklin Talks. We're both cracking up at each other right now. Uh, we want to say thanks for joining us. This was an interesting episode to say the least so sign up for vbs get your kids registered for vbs and we'll be back friday with another interview of someone associated in some way shape or form with the church at west franklin in the meantime you be good you be safe and may the lord bless you and keep you